Welcome to the Hedgehog Watchdog. I'm your host, Evan Saxon, joined always by Greg Baldwin. We're the meme team behind Libertarian Party of South Dakota and South Dakotans Against Prohibition. Today's episode is brought to you by Pinkcoin. You can check them out at pinkcoin.com. Our guest today is the interim chair of Davison County, uh, Sean Gregory Rogers. How are hey, you doing? Welcome. Uh, so, trying to share the, and it wasn't working so sorry <laughs> what are you trying to share oh i was just trying to share it around the link around a bunch of places and i didn't oh it's all good dude everybody should be liking our page and have this feed live like in their news feed right when we go live is greg yeah. from vermont tommy trees asks are you from vermont greg where are you from born and raised south dakota or what Oh, uh, pretty much. I uh, I was actually an arm, army brat, uh, so I was actually born in Frankfurt, Germany. But uh, yeah, other than Frankfurt, Germany, we, lived in, we lived in Germany. So you're not even years. technically. Yeah, your papers, Greg. Are you even American? <laughs> Dual citizen. <laughs> Dual citizen. No, what about um, you, shot? Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, and then after you, uh, that, pretty much, pretty much lifelong South Dakota. After that. Nice. What about you, Sean? Are you from South Dakota, or did you move here? What's I'm your actually, origin story? I'm actually from Chicago. Uh, All right. Yeah, born and raised in Chicago. Uh, then I moved from Chicago to Texas when I joined the military. Uh, I was in the Army for a couple years. Uh, got general discharge. Never got deployed. Moved to Utah. Back to Chicago. Back to Utah. Then eventually I moved to Mitchell, South Dakota. Been here for seven years now. Longest I've been anywhere since I became a legal adult. And I'll say honestly, uh, this is a place I'd love to call home. I, I like South Dakota. I like Mitchell. So what brought you to oh, South yeah. Dakota? Uh, it's actually my... Uh, Long story short, my sister-in-law, she was like, hey, if you're tired of moving back and forth between Utah and Chicago, why don't you come try it out here? I was like, you know what? I got nothing to lose. Why not? So, yeah, I headed out here. And yeah, seven years later, I'm still here. Uh, yeah, and I love it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. The Army for a couple of years. Huh? My brother was in the Army for a long time. Yeah, I was a <clears throat> 19 Delta. I was a Cav Scout. Yeah, they, they, they got me into the army by showing me this fake video. The government lied to me. Can you believe that? They showed me this fake <laughs> video of, like, 
jumping out of helicopters with Uzis and like parachuting onto dirt bikes. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like I want to do that. Then you get to basic and they're like, yeah, we don't do any of that. Like you're stupid. If you believe that here's what you're going to do now. And I'm like, wow. Like, okay, great start. (laughs) Great start to a relationship. I like this. I like where this is going. (laughs) Cole Morris says I fell for that 19 D video too. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, the government lied to you. No way, says Tommy Trees. Tommy Trees also says... I "I cannot believe that. uh, I went to school with Greg Baldwin, and he actually looks a bit like you. He looks like who? Me or Sean? It's your brother. He looks like either of us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what brought you to be a libertarian? Uh, Are you kind of new to the party? And... uh, yeah, actually, I literally found out about the Libertarian Party shortly before Joe Jorgensen ran. For a while, I just didn't even know what I was. Like, I was like, you know, I kind of went on the Democrat side growing up because my grandmother was a Democrat, you know. And then um, around the Trump era, I was like, no, I like what he says more, you know. And then I was like, OK, I'm this weird breed of Republican Democrat, I guess. I don't really know what I am. And then one somebody in a random thing on Facebook was like, well, what about the Libertarian Party? And I was like, what the hell is a Libertarian? And then he, I read all about it and I'm like, yeah, I'm that. And then I kind of announced that, OK, you know, in uh, 2020, I'm like, if we don't have a viable Republican or Democratic or Libertarian candidate, like, I'm just not going to vote. I'm not playing the games anymore. Like, I'm not doing it. And then Joe Jorgensen just popped out of nowhere, and I was like, yeah, I want all of that. Like, let's do that. <laughs> and then, yeah, from then, it was like, I just full-blown got thrown into it, because I'm like, yeah, she's speaking a lot of sense. Of course, I found you guys, the local party, after I went on, um, what is that, Slack, and I was actually doing the online answering for Joe Jorgensen for a while, but I wasn't experienced enough. So they were like, hey, you don't really know t- enough about politics. We're going to have to let you go. Why don't you start with your local party and you can build from there? And I'm like, that's fair enough. You know, so, yeah, here I am uh, trying to, you know, get get things going in Davidson County and get more people involved. You know, I tell everybody I can about the Libertarian Party ever since I, I've gotten involved. I've been super excited about it. So. Yeah, dude, it's that Liberty Fever, dude. I've had it too. I remember like when I first heard the name Libertarian, I think it was Alex Jones was debating Pierce Morgan on gun control. And then Alex Jones, um, I don't know if anybody's ever saw that video, but dude, it was pretty intense, dude. Alex Jones, Alex Jones like demolished Pierce Morgan. And this was like 10 years ago before the whole Sandy Hook thing or whatever. And it was like, it was beautiful, dude. And I was like, what is this Alex Jones guy about? And he's like, libertarian. So I was like, okay, I'm going to check out these libertarian people. <laughs> and then years later, you found out he wasn't even that libertarian. Yeah, he's not even that libertarian. <laughs> he's like, he's just like, uh, he's very light, very light libertarian. I, mostly Trump supporter now. Mm. Like after Trump was running that's all he talked about was trump this trump that it's like dude you suck so then i moved on to starting my own libertarian podcast (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm or sorry. Like, what do you think about UFOs? I'm going to just ask this before Greg gets it out because he always asks this. Pentagon's been talking about UFOs a lot this last year. What do you think about them? You think it's oh, legit? UFOs? Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I'm like such a skeptic. I just believe what I see. And it's like, if with anything, it's like, unless I actually see it, it's like, I, I don't believe it. Like, I need to see it. I need to see proof. Like, I, I'll That's be fair. honest, I'm a libertarian, a lot of people will be disappointed in me. Like, I am so not a conspiracy theorist, like, at all. I'm like, <laughs> So you think the moon landing happened, huh? Yeah. I, I, like, yeah I not. Why wouldn't, why, like, I just don't see what, how the government would make money off of lying about landing on the moon, so I just don't see a motive behind it. <laughs> you know, if, if you were like, yeah, they made billions of dollars off of it, I'd be like, yeah, All some right, of the I people come up with way crazy <laughs> theories on why they would fake it. I think like the most plausible theory was that they wanted the to Russians to spend space. to spend a bunch of money to try to go to the moon when it was impossible and like bankrupt I mean, them. I that. I mean, like that's but, the yeah. only plausible thing I can think of. Yeah, but again, I need some documented proof. Like you know, obviously with the whole Epstein thing, I mean. You don't really need proof for that. It's just like, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> like, dude did not hang yeah. himself. Like, there's no leading up to him saying, you know what, I'm done. I'm not going to yeah, I was just reading um, that they were letting those guards off. Like, they're not going to charge them with any. Like, I heard they were charging them, like, in 2019 for sleeping and lying on their reports. Yeah. But now they're not going to charge them with anything. They're going to let them off scot-free. I thought I saw something like probation or something stupid. Yeah, like basically not like basically what they're gonna do to Roundsburg, just like oh, they'll slap your wrist. <laughs> now you got, the you got the McAfee yeah. thing now too, and that's like okay, like this isn't a coincidence anymore. Is seriously nobody gonna investigate this? <laughs> like why is why is yeah, there that, no investigation? I haven't read any recent reports since the day uh, John McAfee supposedly committed suicide, but like why aren't they? Like, why don't we have more, like, information? Like, how did he commit suicide, supposedly? Or, like, why didn't the guards see that something was wrong? Or, you know, I've been hearing all... It's just, like, kind of nothing. Yeah, Uh, it's just, like, not a lot of information. There's a lot more information with Epstein. When Epstein... Like, when Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. Like, we had a lot more details that's first day after Epstein uh, was murdered. I'm just going to say it was murdered. I'm not going to say he committed suicide. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we knew like the guards, what they were doing. We knew that like, cameras were malfunctioning. Um, we knew that his cellmate was transferred out of his cell. Like We knew all that the next day. Tommy what? Trez says, they said he hung himself. Okay, so just like Epstein. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Chris German says, Convenient. I missed an old comment from Tommy Trez. It says, I became a libertarian in 2007 when Ron Paul was running. I remember the first time I heard about Ron Paul. Um, I was working. I was like 15 years old working at Fuddruckers. I think that was in the 2007 era, 2008. Um, no, that had been 2006, 2007. And like somebody came in with flyers for Ron Paul, and I'd never heard of this dude before. And that was like my first exposure to this um libertarian philosophy but it didn't really catch on then because i was 
I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty communist kid when I was like 18, from like 15 to 18. You know, you're in public school and just pretty heavily brainwashed into thinking that taxes are good because they help our schools. Blah blah blah. That's gonna help my teacher, Mrs. Yeah. Matson and Mr. Zern. I need them to get raises, so I need we need more taxes. But you yeah, know, you I get older. Why can't I have lot. free stuff? Like yeah. the government just <laughs> free stuff. Like, why are you being greedy, bro? <laughs> then once I, I, I started learning about economics, I was like, oh, that's why. Okay, my bad. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy that economics when I was in school was an elective. It wasn't even like I figured, you know, that should be something that's mandatory in my opinion. Uh, economics class. You know, it's kind of nice to know how wealth is generated, you know, when you're a teenager. I just think kinda... that we should abolish the Board of Education. I mean, I'm, I'm all on board. Oh, yeah. That. Should just yeah, dude. <laughs> Can you imagine the party that would go down in, like, libertarian history if the Board of Education or the federal, what is it called, the Federal Board of Education or something? I don't know. If they finally got closed down permanently. Yeah, that would man. be amazing. Tommy Tress says, help my teacher indoctrinate me with communist bullshit. Yay. Yes, dude. That's literally how I was when I was 18. Like, uh, I was definitely not. I wasn't even a Democrat. I was like full-blown communist. I didn't even know I was a communist. I just thought, oh, it's only it's only fair if everybody makes the same amount of money. So you don't even think about anything else. Oh crap! Yeah, I'm like tax rich. They got too much money. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need uh, all that money. Yeah. Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, dude. I remember. I remember um, writing a report. Like we had to write. I don't know, like in high school, you have to write reports or something and you can pick whatever topic. And I think my topic was all businesses should be employee owned businesses. And I'm really embarrassed about it. I hope that nobody ever finds that paper. And I hope like that my high school teacher like lost it or burned it. I just feel like someday it's going to get brought back out. Like, oh, look what Devin Saxon wrote when he was 18 years old in high school. Oh, shit. Yeah. Got his dirty laundry right here. I look at some of my posts from like 10 years ago and I'm not going to lie. I'm just like cringe. Like it's so <laughs> cringe. I'm like, I was that like, ew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the beauty about the libertarian party. It's usually it's people have changed their beliefs to libertarian. Generally, there's mostly that compared to people who were, um, grew up with libertarians and kind of got taught it early. Um, I think I'd say like 80% of the party became libertarian from something else. Yeah, our numbers are growing. That's undeniable. I mean, more and mm -hmm. more people are learning about the libertarian party, and the party is definitely growing exponentially since social media than it has the last umpteen years. Yeah, I definitely think social media is going to take us to the next level where we finally get some people elected. Like, I don't even care if it's only five people. That's enough for me. That's enough to be a swing vote. Well, there's only like 11, says, eleven Democrats elected in South Dakota right now, anyways. So five, yeah. five would definitely be a big deal. 
You know, the Democrats in South Dakota aren't even that liberal, I've noticed. They're really, they're like probably the most conservative Democrats in the entire country, probably, which makes them like kind of libertarian when you think about it. It's like, okay, so if you're a Democrat and you're all about guns, um, you basically just got to drop this universal health care shit and <laughs> like free college education, and you're basically libertarian as hell. Good luck with that. Yeah. They're passing so, around a petition to expand Medicaid right now, so Are they? Oh yeah. I don't know how that's gonna go. Well, what'll Dakota. happen is even if even if the voters pass it, the legislature will just nullify it. Which in this case you're kinda like, All right, cool, man. But we hated it when they did that with you know, Amendment A and stuff, you know. Yeah, I know that uh, somebody's paying big money for one of these petitions. I don't know what it, it is yet, but I got a call from my old job where they paid really good money to go petition to legalize weed in South Dakota. And they got hired again for one of these other petitions. So we'll see. Um, we'll see how, what the petition it is, if it's good enough to get me off the couch and out there back on the streets. <laughs> well, not, if, not unless you're going to get vaccinated. Unless they're paying me. Oh, yeah. They want you to get vaccinated, too. So um, I did get vaccinated, but I lost my report card in a boating accident. It was very unfortunate. Um, Tommy Trees says, the problem is when people who migrate to libertarianism from left to right or even anarchists and don't understand it, try to graft their ideas onto libertarianism. Yeah, I definitely see that. That's usually like a first, like your very first year or two, like when you're starting to dip your toes into it, you, you're probably still clinging onto some of these um, socialist ideals or wherever you came from. Like I came from the socialism side, but I mean, if you're from the, like the super Republican side, you're probably clinging onto some things from that side too, like borders or whatever. Yeah, see, I went rapidly from Democrat to Republican to Libertarian because it all started with the idea of somebody finally brought it to my attention. Dude, you can't tax the rich. And I'm like, well, yeah, you can. You just tax them. Like, dude, they're not rich because they're dumb. Like, they're just mm -hmm. going to move money and it's going to leave the country. And then we're really fucked. And I had to really think about that. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then I, it was kind of like from there. You know, then, yeah, I got sucked up into the whole Trump thing. And, and then, you know, once basically I realized he lied about everything he said he was going to do, just like any president, you know, in the last 50 years, I was like, you know what? I'm done. Like, I don't even want to play anymore. <laughs> like, you guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember I had that revelation with Obama. That was like the last day I would consider myself a Democrat was, um, I don't know. I was debating somebody, and we we're debating on whether or not Obama would sign the indefinite detention clause. Like he would sign the what is it? That military budget? What is that bill? That's usually that comes up every year. Um, National Defense Authorization Act. All right. In that, in 2012, for the first time, there is a clause called indefinite detention of people that are just suspected of that could be terrorists someday, maybe. Um, 
which is a clear violation of our constitutional rights. And then I, I bet like Obama's not going to sign that. Like he's Obama's a good guy, man. You just, everybody gives him crap because they don't like that he's black. Blah blah blah. Dude, he signed the he signed the thing. Indefinite detention of American citizens, dude. And I was like, dude, I am done with this crap, dude. They just, they just say whatever the hell, and they just make fancy speeches and smile. But when it comes down to like the actual policy that they're signing, it's like, dude, you're literally just okaying concentration camps in America and putting on like a polite face about it. Like, hell no, dude. I'm gonna start listening to Alex Jones now. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it will not be tolerated by the American people. <laughs> yeah, you will be detained and sent back to your proper country. Yeah, it's like, that's what that's the shit they're saying they're now. They're saying like, yeah. We're running for. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. And another thing he did that really pissed me off was like the first year uh, he was in office, he launched a war in Libya and just kind of pretended like, oh, but our hands are clean. We're we're just backing the French. They're the ones sending missiles. And then it's like, well, actually, we're arming the rebels. And yes, we armed the rebels that pierced Gaddafi in the rear end with the bayonet on live stream. Uh, that was awkward. But yeah, th that's our team. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Did you guys see that video? Dude, that happened, man. I remember watching that when I was, God, I had been like 19 when I was going down. I was like, man, anyhow. Well, let's ask Sean some questions. Do you have any questions for Sean? Should we just skip right to the Mitchell walk, or do we want to know more about – I think he kind of answered the question on how he got involved with the Libertarian Party. Um, yeah, kind of always just slide into that. I, I noticed that's a trend on this on this show. <laughs> with yeah. You, with, like, we're going to talk about this. <laughs> um, let's see. Tommy Trice says, I voted for Trump this time for one reason, banning critical race theory, and Joe is panning to the left. Boo! Man, oh. I can't believe you vote for oh. Donald Trump. That is oh. pretty bad, dude. For one thing. That's the thing that really upsets me is, like, Joe does one thing that somebody doesn't like, but they'll, then they'll vote for the guy who's, like, a complete freaking authoritarian. Like, yeah. this guy's gassing people for protesting outside the White House. Like, give he me banned, a break, He dude. banned bump stocks. He banned bump he stocks. Fucking, he tripled Paris. the national, you know. He yeah. Like, he he spent more than he Obama. Spent, dude, he spent more. Yeah. In one dollar. year. In he one gave year. Dude, he more was, than Obama's entire term. Here's something people don't like to fucking hear, and I'm just sick of it. He was a fucking socialist. Yeah. Everyone talks about they want to fight the socialists. What the fuck do you think all them stimulus checks were? Yeah. All them bailouts, all them fucking, you know, come on, man. Yeah, come on. Yeah, dude, you, you said that, you, that was the wrong thing to say in this show, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> No one's backing Trump on this. You just show. got us, man. We're all angry now. We got our blood pressure up. We can't do this. Man. I know. I just swore like this. five times. It's like, come on. Dude. We're doing a family oh, show man. here now. We're just throwing f bombs everywhere. Oh my Bob's god! Money. Joe Jorgensen said something about <laughs> black people. And to make that clear, no, she actually supported the movement before it became yeah. an organization. And she even admitted, I do not support the Marxist BLM organization. That's not what this was about. They hijacked the movement. She clarified that in every way, shape, and form. 
that she did not support the yeah, riots. Dude. People don't yeah, want to hear that though. She's like, they're violating the nap. Like she, she covered all of that. Oh man, <laughs> this guy's going. All right. This guy is launching nuclear bombs at us right now. I don't know if I should read this. Let's do it. Tommy <laughs> Tress says, it was also an anti-Biden vote. No! Really didn't want Biden in there. Ugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. No, Tommy. Don't do that oh, to yourself. <laughs> I almost threw up, dude. I almost threw up. Swear to God, dude. I don't know how many nukes we can take on this show. Um. <laughs> Chris German says COVID costs more money than defeating fascism in World War II. I believe it's like trillions of dollars. That's like saying I I decided to not eat the burger because I didn't want the shit with puke to get in the office. So I just (laughs) ate the shit. (laughs) It's like that that wasn't really a a, no. I'm sorry. Look, I I once had a guy ask me. Because, you know, they always say it's principle over, uh, you know, partisan politics. And so I'm a libertarian, you know, obviously. Uh, but, like, each state's a little bit different. But, like, in South Dakota, you know, I was asked, they said, well, what if Ron Paul was running, you know, for the president, let's say in 2020 in <laughs> South Dakota, would you It's always vote, a crazy hypothetical, man. Would it's you vote that. for Ron Paul? And the answer is no, because – South Dakota is an overwhelmingly Republican state, and my vote does not matter one damn bit if I'm going to vote for a Republican. It doesn't because the Democrats, um, like you said, they're almost non-existent here in South Dakota. They don't have the numbers, and it doesn't matter who the Democrats run. They're not going to win South Dakota. Hell, the former governor of South Dakota in the late 80s ran for president and didn't even win his own home state. I mean, it's kind of crazy to believe that we actually used to have a couple senators or we had a U.S. House and a senator and they were both Democrats. And that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, dude. Democrats had like solid control of our federal uh, positions for like 10 years when I was growing up. And it was really weird. Like we'd have a Republican governor, but then like this, all, both our senators would be Democrats, and the House of Representatives person would be Democrat. But like I said, South Dakota Democrats are not like California Democrats. In California, South Dakota Democrats would be considered moderate Republicans. Like they're not anywhere near. Um, and you have to be like you're not going to win in South Dakota if you're a hardcore liberal. Democrat. I know a couple pretty hardcore Democrats that I work with, and I won't say names, of course, you know, but yeah, they're all about universal health care. Oh, yeah, they were bashed in Trump the, the entire term of 2016 to 2020. They get ganged up on so much at my job. <laughs> <laughs> Tara says Billy Sutton would win this time. I think that's why Christy's running around saying she supports weed now because. 70% of South Dakota supported legalizing weed in some fashion. Um, that's a huge majority. Um, that's something that you can't ignore. Like, you're not going to win by just catering to the 30% who are still anti-weed, who just, I mean, like, who are these people? Who are these 30%? I mean, I met some of them when I went out to West River because that's where I think they mostly live. <laughs> 
boomers, but man. It's crazy, dude. They literally think their whole argument is, I don't want South Dakota to end up like Oregon and Colorado. Let's the just, once they legalize weed, everything went to hell and it just reeks down there. Everything smells and all the kids are on drugs now. It's like, dude, you're just making shit up. Like, you're not even, like, you've never been to Colorado or Oregon. You don't know. <laughs> Slippery slope argument. Tommy Tree says, to be fair, I did vote Libertarian for governor. That is awesome, Tommy. Way to support your local third party <laughs> in uh, whatever state you're from. Vermont. Yeah, dude. I, oh, yeah, Vermont. Look, it's, dude, like, we need to keep our ballot access. That's what I vote libertarian for. Even if it's like a libertarian candidate that pissed me off, I'm just kind of like, well, it's either this or I'm going to petition. Like, I want the libertarian party to get to where we're like 10% or higher. Then you can protest vote your, against your party if somebody pisses you off. But when it comes to like having to spend like tens of millions of dollars every freaking election just to get on the ballot and all the other two parties don't have to waste that money to get on the ballot. They're just automatically added. It's like, come on, dude, we need to get on that same level where we're just automatically on the ballot. All our money is focused on the candidates. Then it's the dream, man. So, so yeah, Davidson County. Yeah, Davidson County. Yeah, um, new interim chair. Uh, you got any specific goals or ideas you would like to work on in the future with that? Um, well, one of the things that I, I I would like to see, of course, like I said, is is from the very get go, is the spread of the Liberty Movement in Davidson County, and of course, all across South Dakota. But I be, I believe you know that that's the goal of any party. Um, but one of the things I noticed about libertarians is that it's been brought up a few times before, uh, with the difference between the Democrats and the Republicans, of course, is we don't have state backing, we don't have state funding. So we have to do this from, you know, the ground up. Um, and I think that we really need to push, you know, even if it's small funding towards your local party or national party, you know, people don't like to hear that word. They're like, oh, well, I, I, I'm not funding anything, you know, and it's like, well, that we're not going to get anywhere if you don't pitch in, <laughs> you know, even if it's like two dollars, three dollars or even if you just buy a shirt to wear around, you know, any little bit. Yeah. Help. Um, yeah, if you buy a libertarian part of South Dakota shirt, that basically gives the party ten bucks. And that we can use that to send how many postcards, Greg, for ten bucks? You think? <laughs> oh, about twenty. <laughs> twenty yeah. postcards, dude. That's twenty people that we can ask to send us even more money, like on we a monthly donation be, plan. We might even be able to get Devin a green screen. I think we. we <laughs> dude, I'm gonna set up a room in my house specifically for this podcast eventually. <laughs> uh, once we get to that next level, I think like once we can advance to uh, 1080, um, what do you call that? 1080, uh, HDMI or HD. whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like up our HD stream to 1080 from 720. That costs Guys, like twice that, as so, much money a month, though. So buy some Hedgehog Watchdog shirts. Help us out. Yeah, What's every little bit sorry. helps the party. I mean, yeah. uh, as, as we were talking about before, I mean, go. Uh, you know, I, I'm trying to host an event here in Mitchell, uh, uh, Walk yeah. for Liberty. Um, that sounds really, awesome, dude. I'm definitely yeah, it, going to that. Are you going to that, Greg? You need yeah, it, Greg. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> we both need it. We need to walk more, dude. 
Like we need to be um, in tip top shape come next election, man. So we should do a lot more of these physical fitness activities. I know Sioux Falls did a frisbee golf for freedom, which is basically like hiking, but you're throwing a frisbee at the same time. So tell us about walking for freedom in um, Davidson County. Where's that going to be? Um, is that going to be like a hiking trail somewhere? No, it's right over on Burr. Uh, on the right, uh, we're going to start at the skate park. That's the beginning of the bike trail, and that goes all the way down uh, to Minnesota Avenue over there by First Street, and then turn around, walk right back. Um, you know, it, no obligations or anything. It's a, it's not like uh, you got to fill anything out or you no, know, no uh, obligations. You know, just show up, do a walk for liberty, kind of you know, get some exercise, and also uh, you know, support your local libertarian party. Um, we've had a, we've got some libertarians in the area, uh, but it's never been. Uh, very organized, so that's. I look forward to seeing what what can happen there. Uh, Tara, who's been commenting, is one of the local libertarians. Yeah, yeah Tara's from Mitchell too. Yeah. Do you run running for mayor, yes, Tara, or what? We just became friends on Facebook like two days ago. <laughs> Here it is. Walk for freedom. That's gonna be August seventh at ten a.m. in Mitchell. Um. Where did that start again? Did you say, Sean? Where do we meet up? Uh, Burr, uh, Burr Avenue. It's right there. Uh, you, you go right under the overpass. It's between um, Havens and First Street, and it's a skate park right there. Most of the people in Mitchell know it. It's the Mitchell Skate Park. Nice, nice. Um, oh, wait. Let me get this off the screen here. Sorry. <laughs> And if, if anything, if we if we could just throw in a couple things, whatever between here and now, I mean, if we if we can get enough money, I don't even get a tent where people can register as libertarians. I don't know if that's a thing, if that's something we can do, yeah. or oh know, yeah, if we could set up a booth to sell T-shirts, you know, if someone wanted to buy a T-shirt, um, you know, mm -hmm. just before they go on to walk or after whatever, you know. Um, yeah, I've got a crate of shirts. Um, I don't know how many we'll sell at Freedom Fest, but whatever's left over, we can bring it to the Mitchell event. And we could probably even order some more shirts after we get rid of the last of these. I, I actually um, make the habit of ordering pens the, from the you know national. I, I have them delivered, and then I, I go to work, and I hand out pens at work. So there's that's one smart. That's smart, dude. That's that's better than a postcard. You're getting the use out of it more than just the, you know reading it. You kind of get a People writing utensil. They look at the pen. They're like, "Oh, libertarian." <laughs> Tara says, "Sounds like fun." You better show up, Tara. You didn't come to our last event, I, I don't think. So you got to show up to this next one. If I'm showing up from Sioux Falls, every libertarian in Mitchell better be there, right, Greg? What about your buddy uh, Alexander Martin? <laughs> yeah, you better be there, dude. We can have a little talk about guns. Shit, Kurt Evans is from uh, close by, too. Maybe we'll get a little Kurt, our uh, former governor candidate. <laughs> I, got, I got a couple people that actually uh, switched to Libertarian that, I, I you know, I'm going to brag here. Yes, I did convert. <laughs> and they Heck said yeah. they were up. So, um, nice. you know, uh and yeah, now I have every weekends off. I just changed my schedule, so I'll be off every Friday, Saturday. So, and I'll be here.
for the podcast now every Sunday because I know I was working every other Sunday and it was either working or sleeping. So, um, nice. yeah, I got a little more time now. As a fat Cheers. guy, um, real quick. So, as a fat guy, and we're doing a walk, a walk for freedom. Uh, maybe we can all meet up for lunch afterwards too. You know, you got to think about <laughs> got replenish. Yeah, <laughs> Tara says that uh, Tara says she'll host a, a deck party. Ooh, all right. That sounds so, cool. it's like it's like Sarah, looks like Tara's gonna throw a barbecue after the walk. We're gonna hold her to that. <laughs> uh, Tara says, Sean, see if you can get something in the paper. Yeah, that'd be something. Uh, I think the you know the state party could probably send out um, an email to the local paper there to see if we can get something in there. Um. I don't know who still reads the newspapers these days, but you know, maybe some people will see that. So, um, should we go over some headlines that are happening in South Dakota and talk about those? I know Greg just abandoned me here. I don't even have the questions for Sean. Greg has got the questions. I I already know everything I need to know about Sean, in my opinion. I don't know. I think he's a cool, dude. <laughs> you passed the I'm job sorry. interview, Sean. You passed it. <laughs> Um, well, let's talk about Joe Biden first. We'll start with Joe Biden because he said some stuff. Then we'll circle back. <laughs> we'll circle back to what we we're talking about with Christy Nome. Um, so, yeah, but here's oh, new people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no spoilers here. Um, here, I think we've got a YouTube video here. Let's play it. We'll comment on it while I was playing it. I'll pause it if I need to. Well, just hear. I actually haven't heard this. I've seen a bunch of memes and a bunch of news articles. Um, I, I, we'll see what he actually says here regarding nukes and F-15s. Yeah, I never did listen to it, actually. People could own a gun. A weapon you could own. Like cannon. Those who say the blood of the, the blood of pictures. You know. Okay, let's pause right there. Get some buff yes, you could buy cannons when the Second Amendment was written. You could absolutely buy cannons. There's no regulations on it. And people will buy cannons all the time because they need to protect their boats from pirates. Like, hello. Like, where, where does he get this information? He's just blurting out factoids that don't even exist. Sounds like another Trump. Oh, dude. <sighs> Dude, I don't even know. I want to hear uh, where the Trumpers are. They complimenting Biden because he's got more kids in cages than Trump did. Like Trumpers should be all about that. Uh, yeah, it's literally the same president. I don't even know why they're arguing. It's like, dude, you're arguing over color. Yeah. It's just because yeah. it's a blue party and not red party. Like that's stupid. Biden's <laughs> proposing paying police officers twice as much. So, you know that. Uh, like what again? I thought the Democrats were gonna defund the police. Now they're now their president's gonna double their budget. I mean, Trumpers should be all about that. You don't hear any Trumpers uh, talking about um, Biden's uh, proposals that they were in favor of not more than six months ago. Well, how's he, how he gonna ban menthol cigarettes if if the cops don't have? Oh yeah. Them? Yeah, banning menthol cigarettes. And then, didn't, didn't Trump? Wasn't that the ban on flavored vape pens? Did that actually get go through, or did that stall out? Can you buy flavored vape? No, it didn't pass. I didn't. 
but the 21 yeah. and older did. It didn't, you used to be able to buy oh, cigarettes yeah. at 18. Now you got to be 21. Yeah, dude, that's just crazy. All right, I, I rewinded it for a little bit here. Let's start at 10 seconds. Those who say the blood of the, the blood of patriots, you know. The blood of patriots. about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water with the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there are never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is... It's that Taliban, is <laughs> limit rationally. Yeah. This guy voted for Vietnam, didn't he? I guess how old this guy's been in government. This mother... This, like, give me a break. I think Biden had something to do with the Bay of Pigs invasion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I just... I can't stand this guy. I can't stand this guy. Talking crap about Thomas Jefferson's quote about feeding the tree of liberty with the blood of patriots and the blood of tyrants. Like, that's the part he stumbled over. He didn't want to say that for some reason. Like, it was going to hurt his reptilian self if he said that. That was a joke. I don't actually think he's a reptilian. But, I mean, look at the guy. He could be one. Like, I don't blame people for believing that conspiracy. Look at this dude. He looks like a lizard. I like this freeze frame image I have of him with his eyes closed too. That's pretty nice. <laughs> limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. The last time we had data on this issue. Who the hell is going to nuke American citizens though? Like, do you think any soldier would follow that order? Who's going to pay these soldiers anyways? Like, once they start nuking us and flying F-15s, into like our cities, wouldn't we just stop paying taxes? And then how are the soldiers gonna get paid? Are they just gonna, you know, like they need a paycheck? We're the ones paying them, not Joe Biden. He's not writing out checks for them. So I don't. I think it just. I'm just curious on who he thinks is gonna be launching airstrikes onto American cities if we decide that we want a new government. Um, let's keep playing. This issue of uh, who was purchasing guns was more than 20 years ago. 5% of gun dealers, turns out, in the study we did, showed that 90% of illegal guns were found at the crime scenes sold by 5% of gun dealers. 5% sold 90% of the guns found at crime scenes. And the, uh, these merchants of death are breaking the law for profit. They're selling guns that are killing innocent people. It's wrong. It's unacceptable. As the attorney general said, we're going to crack down on those gun dealers and the violent criminals they knowingly arm. In April, I announced that the What the hell was that percentage he was talking about? He said like 5% of 90% of illegal gun purchases are done by somebody not licensed. Like, what the hell is... Do we really... I don't know. I don't. I didn't take Common Core, so I can't do five percent of ninety percent real quick. Wait, I probably can't. What is that? <laughs> I was like, wait, Devin, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> like four point five percent. Or wait, yeah, oh my god, dude. something like that. Yeah. Be like four point something percent. So like four point five percent of guns done in crimes are from people who are selling guns without a license. That's so little. Are you kidding me? What about Fast and the Furious? 
these guys are literally selling guns to Mexican drug cartels to track them. And those guns were used to shoot people. Like, dude, I get so offended when the government calls the American people like merchant death dealers because people want to buy and sell guns. It's like, dude, are you kidding me? Have you seen what you've done to Yemen? You're literally selling weapons to Saudi Arabia that they're using to bomb wedding parties in Yemen. And they're using those weapons to starve Yemen to death. Like, holy crap, dude. Just the arrogance. And if they didn't use guns, they would use something else. People are going to kill each other. Like, in Britain, like, everybody's stabbing each other. It's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> if you didn't have guns, you're going to stab somebody. You're going to whoop someone's ass. Yeah. Like now, now they want you to turn in your knives. Because turning in knives keeps people safe. Yeah, because all the criminals are going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to stop using my knife now. Like, you're right. I should totally right. drop off my knife. But the Justice Department is going to be issuing an annual report on gun trafficking so we can update that data. Today, the department is announcing, as I just did, the major crackdown <laughs> on the flow of guns used to commit violent crimes. It's zero tolerance for gun dealers who willfully violate key existing laws and regulations. Let me repeat, zero tolerance. If you willfully... Great, another zero tolerance policy, like with drugs, that works so well. If you willfully fail to run a background check, if you willfully falsify a record, if you willfully fail to cooperate with the tracing requests or inspections, my message to you is this, we'll find you and we will seek your license to sell guns. We'll make and sure- And we'll you nuke your city and with an F-15. <laughs> has to end and we'll end it, period. <laughs> Second. Uh-oh. Oh my god. That is usually covered by her. It will end it, period. No, you won't. Because you didn't have the drug war, period. Ever. And you're never going to. Was that the end of it? Okay, good. I don't know if I could listen anymore though. About the American Revolution, like I just like I'm wondering that. Did that just makes me just want a machine gun really bad? Guerrilla warfare, like did did he forget about that? Yeah. All right, what are we bringing up next? Uh, I suppose we can talk about Christy Nome. Christy Nome all of a sudden is the has been the biggest advocate for medical marijuana for years. Did you guys hear this? Oh, I mean, wow. I didn't know that. Yes. She is the biggest advocate for ma- medical marijuana. Let's listen to her in her own words. Um, we were all wrong to accuse her of not advocating for medical marijuana, even though she was trying to stop it not more than two or three months ago. Had a change of heart. Now she's making commercials where she advocates for medical marijuana. Let's listen to her. Let's see what, what she's got to say. In 2020, the voters of South Dakota spoke up and approved medical cannabis. One of my jobs as governor is to make sure that the will of the people and all constitutional laws are enforced. The medical cannabis program is on schedule, and we're working to implement a responsible program that follows the direction given by the voters. Throughout the rules and the public process, the departments of education and health have been careful in their approach. Other states have made mistakes that we do not want to repeat. I want South Dakota to have the best 
the most patient-focused medical cannabis program in the country. I've heard from people who are hurting and are hopeful for relief. I can assure them that we are working hard to streamline the process to get medical cards out to <laughs> And my team is 100% committed to starting this program as quickly and as responsibly as possible for South Dakota. What do you guys think? You believe her? I can't wait till I can legally smoke. What the hell does she mean by responsibly? Like, I want to know a definition. Oh my. Bailey, I, I agree with you. You got the next video where she talks about how she always supported it or what? Yes, I do have the next video. I'll bust that yeah, out right play now. that one quick because, uh, like, yeah, I kind of got some theories on why she said she always supported it. Yeah, I, I just I remember that one where she was like, I don't want South Dakota to be a drug state. And this is just a small step towards becoming a drug state. And we're going to remain a family state. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She played that commercial <laughs> everywhere. That's what I remember. I right, hear is that video. Um, I'll just skip through this. Here we go. We just put, heard that, so here we go. Oh, wait. ...from the commercial she aired before the November 3rd election, campaigning against the effort to legalize medical marijuana in the state. I'm urging all South Dakotans to vote no on legalizing marijuana this November. I think there's been people that have misconstrued my position on medical marijuana. For years, I've said... I supported mar medical marijuana. Saying that you've supported medical marijuana in the past, I think that that's hard for some people who are the patients who are looking forward to this when you campaigned against I am 26. I, yes, I specifically campaigned against the fact that I didn't think that marijuana made anybody smarter. But, but Governor <laughs> Milne says she supports qualifying patients having medical marijuana as an option. I think that that is something we take seriously and want to give them access to, but I want to do it in a way that is responsible. While she opposed IM26, Governor Nome said she would support the legalization of medical marijuana on a federal level if it gets FDA approval. The regulatory process that the FDA has, uh, make sure that you're getting the potency as it's labeled. That Despite her belief that this should be done by a different Take channel, the potency the as it's labeled. Is anybody going to die if the potency's higher, Greg? I don't. And I think that that this is, is This isn't fentanyl. This is weed. I want to give them access to, but I want to do it in a way that is responsible. Responsible. In our nearly half hour. What does that even mean? Yeah, so. I don't like how, you know, she bills herself as this small government, limited government, conservative, uh, states' rights, anti-federalist. Uh, maybe she doesn't consider herself an anti-federalist. But to hear her say that, well, of course I support medical marijuana. If, if the federal government uh, comes out and regulates it, then I support it. It's like. You're the governor of South Dakota. You're, we're, you were elected by South Dakotans to represent us. Uh, why are you waiting yeah. on the federal government to do anything? Exactly, dude. You know, the federal Very government doesn't... The federal Very unrepublican of her to say that. Uh, the federal government doesn't have a concealed carry law either, but you passed one of those. 
uh, you know, it's a hypocr hypocrite uh, nonsense. But the other thing is, like, she says she's always supported uh, medical, and we know that's not true, but it's like political politician double talk when they say they supported something. Because what she supported is, you know, like pharmaceutical uh, medical marijuana or, well, yeah, it's just, you didn't actually support it. In fact, you um, didn't even want hemp a couple years ago because you said that if we legalize hemp, we're just basically legalizing marijuana. Yeah, dude. Like back then, yeah. hemp and weed were the same subject. Now, all of a sudden, weed and hemp are different subjects, and we need to file a lawsuit because I'm protecting the Constitution. <laughs> Dude, the fucking founding fathers would. Oh my god, I gotta, I gotta pause myself before I go, cra go like CJ crazy. But dude, the founding fathers would not be oh cool with what Christy Noem's logic is on banning things to the point where. I don't know. May, maybe they'd shoot her out of a fucking illegal cannon that <laughs> that Biden's worried about everybody owning in, Amer in America. I think what we're witnessing is that a, uh, something has been uh, proven such a popular issue with the voters that you just can't ignore it, you know. Yeah. And so you're seeing her literally flip flop in real time. And, you know, oh, I've always been a supporter of this. Yeah, Bitch, no. you have been nothing but a roadblock since you've been governor. Like, straight up, you've been nothing but a roadblock. You, you know, vetoed hemp, and then finally the legislature passed it uh, without you. Um, uh, even though yeah. you voted for it as a congresswoman, you voted for the farm bill that included uh, hemp. But then once you came to South Dakota, you weren't in favor of hemp. You've never been in favor of medical marijuana. And to just pass the buck to the federal government is just being lazy. It's like, no, nah, I'm just waiting on these bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. to decide something. You know? Yeah. What do you think, Sean? What's your take on Christy Noem's sudden change of heart? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was getting lighting and grabbing some stuff, and yeah, sorry, I bounced out. Oh, you're there, good. <laughs> we need well, to know. Just like I was listening to everything, though. Yeah, just like Greg said. Yeah, she is really just trying to get the voters' favor back because she knows she screwed up by going against the popular vote and saying, "Oh, yeah, well." I don't think we should legalize it, like I said before, because it's like, oh, well, we're going to become a drug state. And, you know, she was even talking about not wanting to do hemp, but really all it was was, yeah, it was her husband selling crop insurance. And she's like, well, I'm going to I'm going to lose out of pocket. So that's really the obvious reason why she went against it. But now she's just trying to gain uh, voter favor back. And it, it's, it's really a bunch of bullshit, double talk, exactly what Greg said. Hell, what do you think yeah. she's got planned for 2020? Is she running for governor next year? Or is she going to run for a higher office in 2024? I think she'll probably uh, run for higher office. Especially, I think that's what that whole sucking up to Trump thing was. You know, trying to, trying to get on his favor, trying to gain the Republican uh, national favor by, uh, yeah, 
you know, suck it up to Trump. I, I, I definitely think she's going to go for higher office. Well, we'd All be right. lucky to get rid of her. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't cry if we got rid of her. I mean... <laughs> All right, last story, I think, possibly. South Dakota Attorney General doesn't want outsiders to watch his fatal crash trial. What are you guys' thoughts on this? That guy has done everything he could to just not take responsibility for his, you know, they proved already pretty much. I mean, it wasn't a court of law yet, but they proved that the guy was on his phone. When he hit somebody, you know, he should have been charged with something a lot more serious than what he was charged with. And, I mean, you just see a guy that's his career is in its death throes and he's just he's just grasping at whatever he can to, like, try to save it. It's like, I'm going to plead not guilty to these charges and I'm going to fight them. And we're not just we're going to not allow cameras in the courtroom. It's like, why can't we have? Cameras in the courtroom. Like, do you understand how huge this story is? Like, if I was a, if I, well, we are a media organization, but if I was one of the big, big media organizations, uh, like Kello or uh, some of these companies with some money behind me, I would be fighting to have cameras in the courtroom. You know, It'd be ratings gold. I want to know. What happened? You know, I want to. I want to hear it all laid out in court, and then I want to hear this this wormy, weaselly <laughs> asshole like squirm away and try to justify. I mean, we we did a couple podcasts on it. And we watched the whole interview, and this guy. Yeah, dude, we started. Didn't we start this whole podcast with the Roundsburg investigation? I think that was episode two. <laughs> We've had like four or five episodes exclusively on this case. I think my favorite episode was when those interviews came out and uh, we watched the second one on here with Austin and uh, Chandler. Well, look, as libertarians, we like to talk about personal responsibility a lot. And this guy has taken absolutely zero personal responsibility for what he did. You know, he hasn't Mm -hmm. resigned. He hasn't done anything. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Sean? Do you think Roundsburg should resign? Absolutely. Do you think he's? Do you think? think uh, Only should he should he resign? But yeah, he he should have faced he should have faced penalties just like anybody else. You know, he should have done jail time. Do you think um, the jury is gonna give him jail time, or do you think they're gonna give him a fine? I think he get faces up to thirty days. Yeah, I, I, I think they're probably just going to slap him with the fine. They're going to slap him on the wrist just to say that they did something so people, you know, people don't lose their shit. But yeah, if anything, yeah, he should be in jail and he should definitely be forced to resign. What do you guys think about all the news organizations that come out and say that people are recklessly driving um, before any evidence has been gathered to that effect, like they had to gather for this case to determine if it was reckless driving. Like it's usually the same things where someone's not in their lane, you know, somebody commits a traffic infraction. Um, and for the Roundsbury case, it took five months to determine that was reckless driving, and he killed somebody driving outside of his lane. 
and lied about it to investigators. Well, and actually, they had a press conference to say it was not reckless driving. Yeah, they had a huge press conference, and, and that like was, went, and that was literally like a week before those videos came out that proved that it was reckless driving. Yeah, yeah. It's like you guys are corrupt, say, man. We were watching this. I, I was watching this podcast when when they were pu- pulling this apart. I'm not going to lie. I think I got halfway through the podcast. I just got so pissed off. I was like, I can't even listen to this anymore. This is just terrible. Yeah, dude, I can't believe that Hughes County attorney is just insane. Then laughing about that she was, uh, I think Joe Sneed from Argus Leader asked, oh, if he was speeding, why wasn't he given a speeding ticket? Well, we are discreet. I don't know anybody in South Dakota that hasn't been speeding before. So, I mean, it's our discretion. And it's like, dude, everybody else, when they're speeding, doesn't run somebody over. So, I'm thinking, like, if you run somebody over, it's safe to give us a speeding ticket. Give me a break. Like, you know what the other thing I worry about, like, with the whole, specifically this whole, he doesn't want uh, cameras in the courtroom, is this guy's a sneaky snake. And he's a lawyer, and he's been a lawyer for a lot of years. And how much yeah. do you want to bet that he somehow could work out some deal where, like, the court case is sealed? You know? It's like, oh, he was yeah. found guilty of these misdemeanors charges, but the court records are sealed now. And it's like, so then you don't actually get to hear what happened in court, you know? Yeah. I could see that happening. Yeah, dude, he's pulling out all his legalese ex- expertise on the situation out. And I think he's even lost his support of his Republican backers. Um, I don't even know why he's fighting it. It must just be for his own personal reputation. Yeah, I think Christy um, Nome called for his resignation. Yeah, yeah, like his political career is over. I mean, he still has... Like, I want him to lose his law license, dude. Like, I don't, like if he's not going to go to prison, like, give me a break. This guy was lying to f- investigators. Like, that's got to count for something. I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow. Oh, you, know, you, you think people should go to jail for lying to the cops? <laughs> Damn it, dude. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, so, all right. On, a, on another Guess note. Guess what is um, the Republican? I did have one more topic that I didn't yeah. mention before, but um, so John McAfee died this year or oh, this yeah. week. Uh, yeah, that was the big news this week. Uh, John McAfee died, who ran for president as a libertarian in 2016. Uh, I think he was trying to possibly run in 2020, but I don't think he did. Uh, but yeah, he died of suicide in his Spain prison cell. I don't know how long he had been in there already, like eight months, seven, eight months he had been in that jail, uh, waiting on extradition to the United States on uh, tax uh, charges. I'm not sure if there were some other charges, but uh, everyone's saying it's an Epstein scenario. I know there was like a lot of social media posts where a couple years ago he had said you know uh if if i commit suicide i didn't it wasn't me uh i didn't really commit suicide uh but that was a couple years ago so who knows i guess to me 
I I don't know much. I mean, I I guess maybe I don't know enough about it, but like, um, it doesn't. It, it seems to me like he probably just committed suicide because he had been in that prison cell for like seven, eight months. And Brave of you to say that, Greg. Brave on on the day that they sign extradition papers to bring him to the United States, like, why would? I guess my point is, what what would be the point of killing him? Yeah, I don't get, I don't get the point. Yeah, I don't get. This is really confusing. Like, I don't understand why the government would kill him. I also don't really understand why he would kill himself. Because, like, like unless he's going to like a secret court, like the courts are public. Don't don't you want that attention, John McAfee? Don't you want to have that attention of a big major court case on taxation? That's what, that's and you're gonna fight it. I don't, fight it? I don't like, buy this whole. Then? He had a some nuclear switch. And he yeah. had all these all this dirt on all these politicians and shit. Cause it's like, dude, you've been in prison for basically eight months now. If you had yeah. if I have a yeah. nuclear switch that implicates a whole bunch <laughs> Calm of down, Joe Biden. Calm down. Calm down <laughs> well, with the nuclear switch. A kill kill switch. I don't remember what they called it, but <laughs> Yeah, a kill um, switch. Well all I'm saying is uh, I'm not gonna sit in jail for eight months. Like I'm calling you we're yeah. getting these extradition charges dropped. Like yeah, I don't I don't know how you would justify like he had all this dirt on people, but yet he just willingly sat in jail for eight months. Like when was he gonna expose it? What about the cause there's a conspiracy theory circling around that I don't know if it's accurate, but I don't know if it's a Photoshop tweet or if it was a real tweet or what, but apparently there's a tweet circling around that mentioned that he said he had his like i don't remember what it was a bunch of terabytes of data in a miami condo that would re be released if he didn't send his kill switch code to this server every once in a while um oh sean um sean's got a dip early um uh, Thanks for coming on, Sean. We really appreciate it. You're a great guest. We'll have to have you come on again. We're definitely going to be at the Walk for Freedom in Mitchell on August 7th at 10 a.m. Do you have any final thoughts before you sign out? Nope. Uh, just thank you for having me. And if anyone can show up to the Walk for Freedom, uh, I would appreciate it. And uh, I hope more people watch this show. It's a great show. Uh, I know I'll be watching it more often on Sundays. And thank you guys for having me. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming night. on. Um, okay, where was I? Oh, yeah. So there's a conspiracy going around that John McAfee said that he had secret files that were going to be released, and they're hidden in a server in some Miami condo. I don't know if that tweet was real or Photoshopped after the fact, but a condo in Miami, like literally right <laughs> after John McAfee died, collapsed, like a section of it collapsed. And they don't know why it collapses. 159 people still trapped under the rubble. I mean, they're probably gone, dude. That collapse looked really bad. Yeah. And like, why are buildings in America collapsing? Like, this is something you see in like China or or something, you know, where they're like have low. They have like I don't know. They're just building buildings too fast and not like actually making them strong, you know. But very strange. I did see I did see that his wife is calling for an investigation. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. Uh, Do you think uh, she has his crypto? 
Or do you think how do you, how do you think that happened? I know I he's big know. in crypto. He's big in the crypto scene. Um, dude, he only probably knew her for a couple. He only knew her for a couple years. I would I wouldn't doubt if he did not give her. A that was kind of so. <laughs> It's like that'd be know. what you would use your kill switch for, you know, like something, you know, like hey, if I don't type, but I'll put my password in, and that probably means I'm going to be dead. So, like, email my password information to my loved ones. Um, I don't know, maybe he she did, uh, but I know he was big in the crypto scene. Uh, that's how I kind of got to familiarize with John McAfee because I came from the crypto scene. Look, all I'm saying is that it's not the same as Epstein. Because Epstein actually had influence over politicians. And he got yeah. away with his crimes for decades. You know what I'm saying? And it only came to light after that Freedom of Information Act request where they found out that he got a slap on the wrist for these charges. Um, but, like, so I just don't buy this that, like, John McAfee had a bunch of dirt on people. Because yeah. if you did, you would wield influence over those people. And where was your influence? You're you're being charged with tax evasion, and you're being held in a foreign country for eight eight months. I mean, that doesn't sound like you had a whole lot of influence, or you know, yeah. In my, in my opinion, I don't know. I mean, what would be the yeah. point in holding on to it too? So you were waiting to get yeah, dude. That's my thing, dude. Like release that shit right away. You're safer releasing the top secret information like Snowden did. Like once you release the information, they know that if they kill you, it'll be bad. Like it'll be like Epstein bad. Like nobody believe. Like even yeah. skeptic. Like you heard Sean earlier. He said he's a skeptic. Skeptic on his conspiracy theories. But even he knows the Epstein thing was totally not suicide. Like everybody knows that. And like if you were to kill Edward Snowden after the fact of him releasing that stuff and saying that he's the one that released it. That would have been another situation. Like you can only get away so many times doing that. Like they're on the like their like last strike. Like one more strike. Like we already had an insurrection at the White House over some <laughs> bullcrap reasoning. Can you imagine? No, get away from that. Sorry, I was talking to my cat. Um, can you imagine? God damn it! <laughs> Sorry. Can you imagine if it was something like they killed Edward Snowden? And Julian Assange, and we're just fed up and done with it. And then we were pro protesting around Congress and starting to smash windows. Dude, we would have like an Iceland revolution situation where like the entire government would be forced to resign and we'd just put new people in. But yeah, that's, I don't know, if we, do we have any more headlines we want to talk about or should we just start closing out the show? Yeah, I'd say one last thing. Uh All right. That's the other thing about McAfee. It's like, so with Epstein, uh, you had the public that was actually calling for him to be arrested and brought to, yeah. or brought to trial for his crimes. You know, the public is basically what caused that. Like with, uh, with uh, McAfee, like the public's not calling on him to be arrested for tax evasion. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's like strictly a government so the government's mad at you and they're charging you with crimes. But again, it's like if you had information and all this stuff, like you could easily make that government crap just go the go away, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, dude. So I, don't I know. totally agree. 
I think he did it to stick it to the government myself. I know that's not popular in libertarian world to say that. Um, well, that's what I think. I think he was trying to troll the government. He's getting old. He didn't want to spend the rest of his life yeah, in jail. Yeah, who wants to go to prison? I mean, federal prison for the next 10, 15 years? You like, know, he probably... He was, uh, 70, I think, is what they said already. Yeah, in 75. Holy. So it's like, yeah, dude. Um, maybe he knew something we didn't. Uh, like, maybe he had a terminal il illness of some sort that, you know, he, that wasn't made public. Maybe he knew he had only so long to live... I don't know, it's all speculation. But just the way he was saying that the government was going to kill him, it just didn't seem um, as authentic as other people who've said the same thing. I feel like but, if he if he had died when those tweets came out or something, then it would be like, more Why powerful. would the government troll? Yeah, like, why would the government troll you and say they're going to kill you? Um, way too like, like wouldn't it just be they just kill like wouldn't it just be like gary webb or like they just come and kill you one day they're not gonna <laughs> you know yeah that was the weird like, like you can tell clinton didn't that, do this they kept showing <laughs> that tweet but it was like the tweets from two years ago it's like that doesn't carry as much weight in my opinion i'd be like yeah. me saying look if the government ever you know, i won't commit suicide and then 10 years from now, all of a sudden I die. It's like, well, I don't know. Yeah. That's not really that valid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't um, know. So let's see. Three weeks from now, about four, three or four weeks, Freedom Fest, Rapid City. You want to be there. A lot of people are hitting up the page now for this code to get $100 off. I know a lot of libertarians are going to be there. And that code is um, from... Go to the freedomfest.com, put in the code FF21LPSD, and you'll get $100 off your ticket to Freedom Fest. There's going to be a lot of great speakers there. Justin Amash, Jill Jorgensen, Tom Woods, J.P. Spears, Larry Elder, Dave Rubin, uh, John Mackey, Dr. Drew Pinsky, uh, Deidre. Can you pronounce some of these names, Greg? Help, help me out here. <laughs> I, don't know those, I don't know some of those people. Deidre, just... Nansen, McCloskey, Ian, here's Ollie. Yeah. Um, I figure we just cover the libertarians. Larry Sharp's <laughs> gonna be there. Like, I thought all these people were libertarians. I've been no. promoting them, and they're not libertarians. Yeah, some of those people, I have no idea who they are. God damn it, dude! You can be Anyhow, promoting some. I know Larry not. Sharp <laughs> is a libertarian. Maj Tour is a libertarian. Yeah, these uh, Mary three are Robert, uh, libertarian. Larry Sharp's actually gonna come to our after party event. That's gonna be at uh, JJR's Roadhouse Barbecue. On the twenty third at five thirty, did I get that right? Uh, yeah. So. Unless Colin changes it at the last minute, but yeah. right now that is our that is our yeah. plan. So yeah, we've got a big LPSD members after party event. If you're thinking about joining the Libertarian Party, you want to come meet us, see what we're all about. Uh, you want to see a major player in the Libertarian Party speak, give a little pep talk, shoot what he's all about. Uh, Larry Sharp's gonna be there. Like everybody loves Larry Sharp. I don't know anybody who that doesn't like Larry Sharp. We got a comment. Chris German says, "Thanks for the conversation, fellows. I had you on my garden gardening radio, out watering. Awesome to hear about your garden. You'll have to come on the show sometime, Chris. Um, we can talk yeah. about whatever." 
we're having on. a UFO show. We're doing it. We're going to interview. Hopefully, I think it's still on the 29th, which is on Tuesday. We're not going to do a 4th of July show. Greg and I are going to be too busy celebrating our freedoms on the 4th of July to do a podcast. But we will be doing our normal Sunday show on Tuesday, which is in like two days. And we're going to have we're going to do a repeat of our UFO show to see if we can get some more UFO uh, witnesses on the show. We actually have a guy who was on Ancient Aliens for one episode, <laughs> which counts. <laughs> so that's awesome. Uh, he saw our last show and he's going to come on. He's going to talk to us about um, UFOs. He's actually trying to start a libertarian UFO caucus, which I think is pretty cool. Um, so we'll have him on to talk about that. And there's actually a, a report that the Pentagon just released on UFOs. So we'll talk about that as well. Um, that just got released. So Greg and I are going to read it first before we start talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't read through it all, but, um, but we'll read, uh, yeah, dude. we'll read through it by Tuesday. And special show on Tuesday. Yeah. So uh, this episode is brought to you by Pinkcoin. You can check them out at pinkcoin.com. If you like our show, please subscribe on YouTube, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at HedgehogWDog. Check out Free Speech Media on Trouble, um, D Live, and that they're also on Facebook too. You have any, any? What did I miss? Anything? I think I've said everything. I always miss something. Check out HedgehogWatchdog.com for uh, new merchandise. Uh, every time you guys buy a shirt, it really helps us out. We're actually paying for our media passes. For Freedom Fest and our lodging for Freedom Fest with um, T-shirt purchases and our sponsor Pink Coin. Um, appreciate everything you guys do to help keep this show running. Um, like we got episode thirty-one, dude. Thirty-one. Can you believe that? Half a year we've kept this alive, man. Yeah, you know, most podcasts so die after like eight episodes, dude. We've been rocking it hard. So if we don't do a 4th of July show, that'll be the first Sunday we haven't actually done a live show, yeah. which is pretty good that we've done six yeah. months of live shows without yeah. missing a missing a week. We're not even missing it. We're just doing it on Tuesday, dude. So yeah. dude, We've done every holiday. We've Tony. missed so many holidays. They're all on Sunday. We missed Father's Day, Mother's Day, Valentine's Day. What other days? Every, like every holiday this last six months has been on a Sunday, it seems. So we're doing, we're taking a Sunday for America, Easter, Easter and we're lighting, Sunday. yeah, Easter, yeah. So we're gonna shoot off fireworks <laughs> or get drunk, and maybe we'll do a drunken Fourth of July special. Not guaranteeing it, probably not gonna happen. <laughs> but Tuesday should be fun. So tune in Tuesday, uh, seven o'clock, maybe seven thirty, probably seven. Just tune in at seven to be sure, be sure, and yeah. Thanks for tuning in. I will see you on Tuesday. Let me find my. Oh, we got some comments here. Let's read these. Fish Baldwin says thumbs up. Awesome. Sean McDaniel says good show. Hell yeah! Thanks to our fans. We appreciate you guys. Tell your you friends to like, like our page. Fifty percent of the views, guys. Keep it up. Yeah, keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> You're carrying us, man. You're carrying us. Yeah. But all, all right. right. Well, we'll see you Tuesday. See you on Tuesday. Peace out. Have a good one.